as a small biz pro, I so we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Business Zone with Crystal and Coach Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, we're going to have an amazing show. We've got an amazing ambassador on our show today. We also have another guest that's going to tell us about his program and his books. And uh, you can't wait to, to hear from this next guest, guys. This, yeah, this guy. we have a special guest. And actually, we have so much synergy. He knew Muhammad Nazardine. Yes. Uh, he was around during that time. And of course, uh, uh, Skip Cooper and all the folks that I know from the back in the day. <laughs> He's actually had engagements with them. So, and we yes. learned that we do the same kind of work with uh, youth. So, uh, quite uh, 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 interesting conversation I was having with him. Oh, I had never yeah. met him before. Really? May, although I may have met him, and I'll ask him when he, when he comes back out, I'll, I'll ask him. I did go to the very last chamber conference that um, that Aubrey had, Aubrey Stone had, and uh -huh. uh, that was like the last one. And I want to say that had to be almost 10 years ago, but yeah. that's when I met uh, MC Townsend and all of those guys. Right. Uh, out there at that so i don't know he may have been there and i may have met him but other than that i don't think i met him <laughs> so, but he did say he enjoyed the event that you guys were with at last night oh yeah the event was tremendous man it was great i love it and see all kinds of people there which was great so it was a good thing it was a good thing yeah, you know, I have no time for socializing like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're busy making money, right? <laughs> no, there's too many of our businesses that got all kinds of financial issues, need all kinds of resources. Now they're ready to help. Now they want to help. <laughs> My calendar is like a nightmare, man. I can't. I cannot wait. Hey, hey, um, Patricia, I can't wait to Thanksgiving because they'll be dealing with their family and I truly can't wait to Christmas because I know they will not need me then. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, co-host. I hear that. Now, because we've got this awesome packed show, yeah. uh, we, we even have our second guest on, Mr. Steve Marti. <laughs> can't wait to have him on too uh, so he can tell us about his amazing program. But Usually we have our crosstalk, folks, and because we got so much jam-packed information today, I think we're going to forego that. What do you say, Cole? I say so, and, and I know um, uh, uh, Rich is coming on to talk about something that's going on out in his area. Yeah. And so let's get him on. Let me just pull up real quick a little quick bio on him that I should be able to find somewhere. From, from the ocean to the desert, right? <laughs> from the ocean to the Actually, I think I can do it because he kind of gave me his uh, <laughs> kind of gave me his his background while we were talking. Yes, so I'm gonna bring him on, and then uh, Steve, we are so happy to have you. But we're gonna have uh, Mr. Wallace tell us a little bit about what's going on out in the inland, in prior the Palm Springs area, the Riverside area, and then we're gonna bring you on to talk about. 
um, um, manifesting your life. That's right. That's <laughs> with right. In, with intention. With intent. <laughs> you know, I love that intention, being intentional. Oh, All yeah. right. With that, let's bring on Mr. Wallace. Let me do some changing over here. Let me switch this up so that. Mr. Rich Wallace, everyone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> how are you guys doing? You're so happy. Oh, oh man, that's how we do it here on the business zone, brother. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the business zone, Mr. Wallace. Tell, tell the people, you know, uh, we we service a broad spectrum of small business, micro business, and international business. We're in we're in multiple multiple countries. So for those of them who don't know who Mr. Rich Wallace is, the Rich Wallace, tell them tell them who you are, sir. <laughs> all right. First of all, I want to thank you guys for really having me on your show. I appreciate that. Uh, and I appreciate the both of you. And I had a lovely conversation uh, just a minute ago before you came on. And uh, uh, my name is Rich Wallace, and I'm the president of the Southern California Black Chamber of Commerce from the desert to the sea. That's right. We have, <laughs> we have 15 chapters, 15 small organizations from Long Beach, Culver City, Beverly Hills, Hollywood, uh, all the way out to Pasadena, down into Palm Springs, Pomona, Victorville, Barstow, Temecula, Riverside. So we are definitely from the desert to the sea. We've got 3,000 members uh, of the Southern California Black Chamber of Commerce, and uh, we are, we brag about that because if you can get 3,000 Black people to do something, you are really doing it. <laughs> so, I love it. So I love it. And not only 3,000 in different organizations, man, that's yes. saying a whole lot right there. Yes. Yeah, and it's yeah, and as, as you as you well know, we we work with the Hispanic Coalition, uh, the Hispanic Chambers, the Asian Business Association, and other groups that do what we do for their community. So, with that said, we are doing what we are calling a mergers and acquisition conference coming up in the city of Ontario, at the Embassy Suites Hotel, uh, November sixteenth and seventeenth, and finishing it up on the eighteenth with our. 30-year banquet. We've been the Southern California Black Chamber of Commerce for 30 years now, and we're going to be celebrating with a wonderful dinner. Mergers and acquisition is about buying and selling businesses or doubling up your business. So if you're looking to have more locations and you want to figure out how to franchise your business, I'm going to have a director from the franchise board that's going to come in and talk to you about how you can multiply yourself because you need to multiply yourself if you're going to have multiple streams of income. That's right. So that's something that we're going to be doing there. We're going to have some, some legal information. We've got banks out. We've got some franchise small business coming. We have some brokers coming. A lot of times in the business community, the parents have worked for 20, 30 years building a business, and the kids don't want anything to do with it. That's what, that's exactly what happened to me. I had seven restaurants in the Dallas and Fort Worth area for years. Uh -huh. And the plan was to make some money, pass it on to the kids. And because they kind of grew up in it, they go, we don't want to do that. You know, we don't want to that. You, know, you know, it's amazing. We've done research on this because my background is organizational development. We've done research on this. And the first generation kids, they, they only want, only 70% of them want to mess with the, the fam family business. Yeah. And then so, the second generation, 
only 30% of them want to mess with the family business. So, so as the generation increases, we have less interest. So yeah, you're right, man. You're right. So we are giving a way to be able to sell your business or be able to market the business or get someone to come in and run your business. Because yeah. I have a philosophy. If you have to go there every day, it is not a business. It's a job. Yeah. So and you didn't do that to have a job. You've done that to be in business. That's right. So what we have here at the Southern California Black Chamber of Commerce, we have a youth program. We have our school called Youth Bill, and we educate uh, young people from 16 to 30 to get the high school diploma. And we give them get them into business training and those types of things to move forward. We're based out of San Bernardino with our youth build program and our Black Chamber of Commerce that is from the desert to the sea. We have offices all over and we're doing this mergers and, and, and uh, acquisition conference. And we would just want to let people know. And what I want to do is I would like to give your audience a code uh, so they could come in right. from the business zone mm -hmm. and that, that code when you go to our website at blackchamberofcommerce.org mm -hmm. and you see that and you click on mergers and acquisition you fill out the little information and you put in the code 20 you oh i'm sorry the code is rich mm -hmm. 2023 r-i-c-h 2023 all right that will allow you to come to the conference at no cost ah Okay. Now the meal you have to pay for. You got to pay for the chicken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if you don't eat the chicken, yeah, yeah, the, sponsors, the sponsors don't pay for chicken no more. <laughs> yeah, the sponsors don't, they don't pay for chicken. And the goal is, and I and I, I talked to our staff and stuff before I came on here. We we need to get the information to our people. Right, right. And I don't want one hundred fifty or two hundred fifty dollars to keep you from getting the stuff you need. Right. We're going to have someone there that's going to be talking about. I have an excellent grant writer mm -hmm. that's coming. We've got the, uh, uh, if you're looking to be certified, we got the Department of General Service coming out to certify small businesses. Mm -hmm. We got the high speed rail people coming out. We've got several banks. So there's going to be a lot of information based upon what's going on here in Southern California. Mm -hmm. I could talk on, but I know you got some other guests. <laughs> I want to get that in. And, I, and the website is blackchamberofcommerce.org. You can sign up for no cost because you are looking at the business zone. And because you're looking at the business zone, you will be able to come out at the at, at our uh, mergers and acquisition conference and for two days and sign up at, under Rich 2023 and not pay to get in and come and network and get some information that you need. And if you want to have lunch, it's only 40 bucks. Oh, that's you not bad. So, so what are the dates, you, you, Rich? The date is November 16th and 17th. Okay. okay. That's a Thursday, Friday. And on that Saturday, uh, the 16th, 17th, and the 18th, because the Saturday is included, there's going to be a prize for, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, there's going to be a speed networking, and then there's going to be a pitch prize, oh, pitch competition. Awesome. Mm. So you got 30 seconds to pitch your business, and you can win $500 in 30 seconds if you got the best pitch. That's great. That's, so, that's like the Black Shark Tank, right? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I love it. There we go. Well, this I is absolutely it. fantastic. And if there's a flyer, if you send it to me, you know, I have a, I have another podcast that's on Thursday. Um, okay. I will uh, blast it out to them. And if you want, I'll send you the link over as well. If you want to pop in and 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 give and tell them, we have these are all of the the folks in the Los Angeles area that you know, movers, shakers, nonprofits business owners they're all kind of centralized right there but i will send it out to my network 
And I, I will be honored for that. And I'll just send me that link. And we will have the IRS there. And there'll also be the Franchise Tax Board. So tax questions, come out, get this information, y'all. Don't be saying, don't nobody tell me. Come, <laughs> you know, half the job. Uh, and Gilbert knows half the job is showing that's up. Right. You know, that's right. That's right. Half the job is showing that's up. Right. If you guys show up, then you've done half the work. Oh, so yeah. I appreciate your time and all of that. So I'm Rich Wallace, Southern California Black Chamber of Commerce from the desert to the sea. Right. And, and I, just, Rich, I just put it in the chat for you. So. And, and when okay. Rich comes back, he's going to do his whole thing. He goes, the show going to be with him. And then he has a show as well, Gilbert. So we're going to go down and Oh, we got to be on that too. And yeah. he's building a studio. <laughs> yeah. Um, TV yes. studio down in the Palm Springs area. So, in, the uh, in the desert. In the desert. <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> We have a channel called Edge, called Edge TV Network, and our show Strictly Business is on 7 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings at 7 a.m. Oh, man, so, that's kind of uh, early uh, for me, Rich. <laughs> 7 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, 7 a.m. And you know what they give me. What do they say? Who gets the word? Exactly. The early bird gets the word. The early bird gets the word. That means you, okay. that means you have right. to sleep out in Palm Springs. Yeah, you have to sleep <laughs> out there, man. <laughs> Get my sleeping bag and everything is ready yeah. now yeah. is it is it online or in person it's online it's stream oh. oh okay so, so, we can get up so, at seven yeah we can get up at seven for that so you can get up at seven put your robe yeah in, you know yeah we can do, do like you used to do in the zoo exactly yeah those me, yeah exactly <laughs> until you get up by accident to go to the restroom yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly so we're gonna make that happen after you oh for sure for sure and, okay and we're gonna sure. do some exchange you are amazing. I definitely want to meet you because we seem to be on the same pathways. We both have the same, obviously the same passion. All of us, I guess, have the same passion and empathy for our our youth and our business community. So, co-host, co I don't, I don't call him the ambassador for nothing, man. Yeah, this, man, this man knows everybody. Yeah, I say so. I say so. Well, it's been a pleasure, and I'm so it's happy. It's been about that. my pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. You. I appreciate it. Yeah. You guys enjoy your I weekend. figure this yeah. would be good to get the word out, man. And we can clip it a few times also and just keep running it on YouTube so more and more people get to see what this is and also attend, man, because we gotta support these. We gotta support these types of No, events. no, it's, you got some amazing you got some good stuff coming on out yeah. there. Got and, some good stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, Gilbert, how that is, you, oh, you yeah. work so hard at bringing that good information oh, yeah. out and the people don't come and get oh, it. Yeah. It's like, come on, you know. Yeah. And I know you work with the Hispanic Coalition yeah. and they are they're dynamite in bringing out great speakers and good information yes. and stuff. But if you don't come to get it at this, it's just, you know, I can't bring it. That's to right. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. We'll help and, pass the word. And folks, remember, okay. it's it's November 16th, 17th. And on the 18th is when you have that amazing cuisine of all yes. the food you can eat. But make and sure all, you, the chicken but, you all the chicken you can eat. But you got to pay for that one. So just remember. <laughs> That's it. And you get to all pitch right. your business. Yeah. Pitch yeah. Yes. Get to pitch the business. Yes. As well. Thank you, Rich. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you Rich. Appreciate you, brother. Keep up all the right, good work, man. All right. all right. Thank you. Bye-bye. So for those of you who are just tuning in, this is the Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4.30. We bring on amazing guests here. Our program here on the Business Zone is to help and support uh, micro businesses, small business, and any entrepreneur who's trying to 
push their ideas, their events into the marketplace. We also have classes. We call it class and session, guys. And then we teach you uh, management techniques, management styles. We teach you about uh, business valuation. We teach you about exit strategy. We teach you about leadership style, leadership ventures. We also teach you about businesses that are the hottest business to start, recession-proof business, accounting, bookkeeping, financial statements, setting up your back office, how to become government certified. All of that good stuff is what we do here on the Business Zone. So don't miss out. I know a lot of you are, are watching or a lot of you are listening to this. So you're probably driving right now, but this is the place to be. I call this the number one small business show or podcast in Southern California because we don't know of any other podcast that caters to small businesses the way we do. And you've got two amazing, two champions, two champion business coaches who's been in the business for over 60, 60 years. <laughs> <laughs> and we help small businesses to grow and, and put them in front of government contract providers, guys. So that's what we do here. And we've got another amazing guests coming up but co-host do you want to put something out there for the for the group uh just before we do that though we would love for you to guys to go over to our youtube channel hit that subscribe button and it is the business zone with crystal and gilbert but you also can take a picture of the qr code here and it'll take you directly to our channel but we are asking you for all this amazing free free, free. Information <laughs> that you just hit that subscribe button doesn't cost you anything but you join our network and you get uh uh um you get information you get a notice advanced notification that we're going live every friday afternoon and sometime in between we're out there as well so um sometime earlier in the week but just please go over and do that we so appreciate you and with that gilbert i am going to now take us to our guest i'm excited oh I'm yeah i'm excited about, too <laughs> yeah i'm all about manifesting your dream the life that you want to live somebody recently asked me um, and I'm going to bring him on now. Somebody recently asked me, what, when was I planning on retiring? And I was like, why? I, I, <laughs> I'm what, what I love to do, man. Uh, I might, as a friend of mine say, I might rewire and do something a little bit different, yeah. but I will not be uh, retiring. <laughs> I hear so why? you, man. What, what would be the point of retiring? Well, I think so, our next guest is going to tell us why we need to manifest that, right? <laughs> exactly. So we have Mr. Steve Martell. He's an entrepreneur and a spiritual teacher who teaches, who loves adventure and having fun. But he started out as a mechanical engineer. And I thought, all right, I like that. Uh, I, how that very analytical person yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> became an entrepreneur. And, you know, we all over the place. Uh, but, uh, and then he became a life coach. So. I mean, from one spectrum to the other side of yeah, the spectrum. Yeah. And today he runs a marketing advert uh, agency that helps entrepreneurs build their business. And he has roughly um, about 1.5 million views on his YouTube channel. So oh, wow. And I hope I hope all your followers are watching you today, Steve. <laughs> and have become known for his seven-day manifestation experience. So... Uh, and it, which is available, I believe, on Amazon. And it's um, how can you create the life of your dreams? So, with that, 
we are going to bring him on and he can talk more about himself. But so tell me how you went from a mechanical engineer to a life coach. <laughs> well, welcome to the program, Steve. Welcome to the business zone. Thanks, Crystal. Thanks, Gilbert. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, that's a pretty big question, but I'll keep it short. Um, so the, I start. I worked as a mechanical engineer for about 13 years, and I got to a point in my life where um, I believe there's either two things that change in your life where it kind of guides you. And I think there's a lot of people going through transition right now. And what you realize is that something either happens on the outside that gets you to change on the inside or something happens on the inside. Yes. That's, that's what happened for me. Yeah. is that I got to this point where I felt like this emptiness, this hole in my chest, and I tried to fill it with things, with alcohol, with cars, with material things, and it wasn't doing the trick. Right. So I ended up, what I ended up doing is I ended up getting into personal development. I ended up going to live events. And one of the very first companies I worked with was Landmark Education, where they were basically teaching us to get in touch with the inside. So and just to give you an example of like where I was in my life, I and mean, some people might relate to this. So I had, the, as I was working in Toronto, Canada, I was basically an engineer, mechanical engineer. I had a good job, well-paying job, was married at the time, like, you know, and still am married, but just felt like I had the perfect life, right? Like I'm putting it in quotes. But then what happened was, is that as I'm going through my life, and going to my work day, I would walk into one meeting with one of my supervisors who was also an engineer. And he'd be like, okay, these are all the 30 projects we're going to be working on for the next year. And I'd be in there for 15 minutes. I'd walk out of that meeting, literally walk into another meeting with the other supervisor. And he's like, here's another list of priorities, which were totally different than the freak, the original list that I got from the first <laughs> wow. Being a people pleaser, the disease to please, yes. what happened was I was in a conflict. I had this yeah. conflict. Yes. I was like, I need to do something about this. So that yes. in the beginning led me to reading books, you know, like Think and Grow Rich, Tony Robbins, Unlimited Power. I ended up, then I eventually, like six months later, ended up going into some seminars. Landmark Education was the first company I ended up going with. We did the program for th a weekend, and then I'm in their weekly uh, 10 week program and something very pivotal happens for me. We're at the very first meeting. I've already done the three day event. I'm starting to see changes. I'm excited about life again for the first time in a long time. And I'm like, you know, 29, 30 years old. I'm, I'm 46 now. So I'm at this stage where I'm like realizing that life is more than what I had realized. It's not the physical things. It's not the material things. So I'm at this meeting and the person who's supposed to like there's groups of, of 40 of us, but we're all broken into groups of like four or five people. And each group has a coach. And so what happens is the coach is a no-show for the first meeting. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and so everyone's looking around and they're like, who's going to be the coach? And I was scared shitless. I was this guy. I'm like, <laughs> I raised my hand and I'm like, I'll be the coach. Not because I wanted to be a leader, because I knew if I was the leader of the group, I got to coach. Yeah. And as I started coaching, that made me feel more alive than yeah. anything else I'd ever done. Yeah. And that kind of led me in a direction where eventually a period of about a year later, I went up to the president of the company I was working with. And I said to him, I said, I'm starting my own business <laughs> and I'm quitting. And he came up to me and he gave me a hug. <laughs> and I was like, I took that as a sign. I'm like, okay, this is the right direction for me. Yes. I'm in yes. the right direction. <laughs> 
it, you know, it's amazing how how the stories that we have that led us into entrepreneurship that is so it's so different, you know. And I love yours because no one would have thought that that's that's a real ballsy move right there, you know, to give up that short job for entrepreneurship, which was so uncertain. That's amazing. And the other thing, I'm from Buffalo, New York, so I've been to Toronto and I've been to Montreal, and that's a whole different mindset. That yeah. this mindset is a California mindset. <laughs> <laughs> so that, this is not. This would be not a East Coast up Canada mindset. So I, kudos to you, because most people, and when my mom told me we were moving out here, it's like, oh, good, There's more creativity out there. Everybody there is pretty status quo. So. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, I'm sure an amazing experience experience for you. It, 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 I mean, it did start out as me living on and, and trying to figure out how to make money as an entrepreneur. And I'm going to yeah. be honest with you that those years were tough. That first oh, for year, sure, for sure. Because I didn't have all, any of the skills to do it. The question so, I want to ask you, though, Steve, is when you told your wife that, what did she say? <laughs> She thought it was nuts. Yeah, she thought it was nuts. <laughs> she thought it was nuts. But the, the idea that that I could um, create my reality, like yeah. to create the things that I wanted to create, was very ingrained in me at that point, and I did believe it. Yeah. But the, the thing that I learned is that you do need the physical skills. I didn't have the business skills at that time. Yeah. So that that first go at being a life coach didn't I made some money, but it wasn't enough to pay the bills. Yeah. We ended up getting in a lot of debt yeah. over that next 18 months. Yeah. But this is what was interesting to me is that during that time, what happened was is that we got to a point where we're sitting down. It's like Toronto summertime. It's nice outside. My wife and I are like, I was like avoiding the bank balances. And I'm like, we need to have a conversation about this because yeah. our debt got to the point where we couldn't take on any more debt. We, we right. maxed everything out. Yeah. She said, you need to go back to work. And I said, okay, I will go back to work, but I'm not going to do something that I'm not happy doing. Right. And she's like, that's fine. I said, that's the only condition. And so I went with this belief that I could create what I wanted and I actually, every day I would visualize and I would get into this state of being in this state where I was like, okay, everything, the job that I have is I'm working it, I'm feeling it, I'm presenting, I'm doing the things that I love and enjoy. And 30 days go by and not much happens. I think I had a couple of interviews. There wasn't a lot of jobs. This is during 2008, yeah. great financial crisis. So right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a disaster, really. Unemployment's at the highest it is in US, but in the Canada as well at that time. Right. But what happened was amazing. So what we were driving home for the Canadian Thanksgiving and home for us is about 300 miles at that time north of Toronto. So we're driving wow. home. We're going home and I get a phone call from a recruiter and wow. he says, they got this engineering firm that's looking for someone like you. He wants to meet you this weekend. Oh, Lord. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I meet with him. He starts talking about, you know, have you ever done sales before? I said, no, but that sounds fun. And he goes, you're not a normal engineer. Who think sales is fun? So we had a conversation. We hit it off. And I ended up getting the job, a signing bonus, the whole thing. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. I can create what I want. Yes. A few years after being in that job, I did venture out into entrepreneurship again. The first few 
the first four clients I got were construction companies. I ended up doing marketing for these construction companies. Yeah. That was my final, you know, I was like, I crossed the chasm. I'm not going to go back into engineering. And I got into it and I've, I've done a lot of things since, but that, that belief in myself changed when I realized I was like, okay, I don't have to settle with what I've got. I've got to work with my belief systems and I can't create what I want. And one thing I did want to mention to you both Gilbert and Crystal and also your audience is that I want to be very mindful to let everyone know that I didn't, the first time I quit my job was cold Turkey, but the second time I did it, I was like, okay, on a scale of one to 10, getting into this business, 10 being, I know that I can do it. And one is there's no way in hell. Yeah. How like, you know, where I'm, I'm on that, on that scale. The first time I quit my job, it was like a one. I had no idea how it was going to work. I didn't even believe it. The second time, I was like, I'm like a seven or eight. And that's the reason it was successful because I was aligned with my own belief system. Yes, yes. Right. That's yeah, amazing. Exactly. Man. Because when you, so on that first one, you were flying by the seat of your pants uh, <laughs> on faith and a faith and a prayer, as they say. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> the yeah. second one, you did your research and at least you had. Let me let me graduate into this man. Let me think what that looks like. So, and you had I was I assume you had built up your uh, yeah little reserves the there enough to make your wife comfortable for you to make this next big job. <laughs> <laughs> See, entrepreneurship, man, is like jumping in the deep end of a swimming pool and don't know how to swim, but you go, oh man, what am I gonna do? I can't drown because I got family to take care of. So what do I do? So I, I get it, man. You know, it's amazing, Steve, you mentioned 2008 is when you actually started, because that's around about when Crystal started too, right about the 2008 time frame right there. I started well, actually, it. Actually, I started my business in 97, um, uh, actually, when I started. Oh, 97. Mm -hmm. so, you, so you were working for a client in 2008 when that happened? In, in 2008, what I was, I had my, I was working full time in as an entrepreneur, but what I had was a niche marketplace. I had uh, churches, no, I had real estate and mortgage individuals as my clients, and the domino effect was the church. Because yeah. I had a number of churches that I did bookkeeping for. So I lost about 65% of my clientele, obviously, because the 2008 was a recession yep. involved oh, yeah. real estate industry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they got wiped clean. And so I'm like, oh, but uh, I have skills. And I always keep a bag of skills. <laughs> See, just like just like Steve. He had his skills, man, and that's I what he relied skills, on. Yes. So he had I some transferable flipped, skills. Right. Yeah. So I flipped that around. It's like, wait a minute, these people gonna need to have some some uh some training and coaching, and I need to get with an organization who's gonna get some money from somebody to help take care of these people. And that's what I did. I flipped over. That's when I flipped over to teaching and training for organizations and not yes. individuals. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you gotta you gotta have your bag of skills. It's like uh like the pencil box. <laughs> you gotta be able to pull out. You gotta whenever there's a crisis, you gotta be able to pull out a skill and say, Oh, I can sell this one <laughs> as a salesman, right, Steve? <laughs> so 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 Steve, when was it that you you get your first client that was really paying you some decent money that you can say, okay, maybe I can, I can live off this thing. When was that? That was, uh, that was the, uh, 
that was a few years ago and it was that construct one of the first construction companies i was working with because what i didn't realize this company at the time was making 80 million a year and i had pitched them a contract to spend forty-eight thousand a year on marketing and uh it closed in about two or three months but they said yes and i was like and i started to get it monthly and i was yeah. like i wonder if i could do this again so i yeah. did it a couple more times and all of a sudden like three clients i'm over 100 grand my first year and i was like yeah oh i'm like yeah I'm on a money. <laughs> yeah i had skills that they didn't have they didn't have an in-house marketing department yeah. and uh, i just started talking to people about this and 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 the first three bit and then i was like okay i got it i'm like I understand how this works. You you brought value to them, Steve. That's what happened. You brought right. value. You looked at their pain point and you said, okay, how can I be of value to these guys and make them fall in love with me? And that's what you did, you know? Well, there, was, there was two things that they had as an issue, that very first client that wanted to pay me 48000 and that was they were having trouble in the recruitment side yeah. And they were using Indeed and like even back then Indeed and like other these the kind of high traffic resume, you know, yeah. job posting sites. Yeah. But they were still having trouble getting the qualified people. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a campaign over the next few months. We'll measure and track everything. Engineer, right? I'm, yeah. We'll track everything. And yeah. what we'll do is we'll, we'll start to even measure and track the applications you're getting. And what happened was after two months, their, the applications and the number of people applying blew up. Wow. And mm. and because of the marketing. And so they blew up. Everything kind of took off from there. And then um, the other second problem was 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 a very distant number two problem was they were having trouble attracting new business. But because they were doing the campaigning for the recruitment, they started getting more business at the same time. So that problem went away. Yes, wow. yes, definitely. Yeah. Folks, for those of you who are just tuning in, this is The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4.30, guys, and we bring you valuable information. As an entrepreneur, we bring you value, valuable information for your small business. And if you're a micro business, we also do that. Our very special guest today is Mr. Steve Martil, and he's an entrepreneur, guys, also a life coach. And he's got the seven-day manifestation experiment. And that's what he's talking about right now. So tune in, guys. Tell your friends. Tell them, hey, come on over. We got some manifestation going on here. And so you can you can manifest it yourself. So so, so what was the um, the inspiration by keep uh, creating? And this is a book, right? The yes. seven-day manifestation. And what, what kind of evolved to creating that? Yes. Okay, so what happened was I actually posted a video on YouTube back in, I think it was 20, not 2009 or 2010. And uh, over a period of years, that video got half a million views. And I thought, oh, that's a really good idea for a book. Oh, wow. So I, I ended up publishing the book last year. I actually waited quite a while before I published the book. Uh -huh. But when I did come out with the idea for the book or this video, it was because I was I was working as an engineer, but I still had taken on some coaching clients. And I had this one gentleman from the UK, his name was Peter, and we were working together and he had a band and he would teach people how to play certain instruments. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he came to me in November. It was actually this time of year, hired me. And he said, you know, I'm having, I'm like, you know, it, we're getting to Christmas soon and holidays and I just need to be able to have some money. and struggling financially, but he really came to me 
complaining about everything as if everything was happening to him. Poor yeah. me. <laughs> so, so I said to him, I said, okay, let's do an experiment. I said, because I realized at that point, I was like, okay, if you believe there's something that you want to create for yourself, you can create it. And so he wasn't there yet. So I said, let's just do an experiment. I'm like, it's like a pair of jeans. You're going to try them on. If they don't fit, you take them off, but put something else on, okay? <laughs> but, but the key thing is that it's just something to try on. You don't have to, you don't have to accept it. You don't right. have to even believe what I'm saying. And I said, I want you to try this for the next seven days. I want you to, and I brought up these three steps. And then at the end of it, I said, okay, what are you going to create? Three things over the next seven days to test this idea. Yes. And he said, okay. I actually um, have three things that I would love to have happen. I would love someone for to buy me a, a beer this week. I'd love for someone to cook me dinner, didn't matter who. Uh, and I'd love for um, to win the card game that I play every Thursday. And I was like, okay, got it. So four days after we had that conversation, and by the way, I have to emphasize this, Gilbert and Crystal, yes. is that these three things were believable to him. Remember that eight to 10 scale? I right, said? right, right. They were believable to him. Everyone's beliefs are different. So we yes. have to honor that for ourselves, right? Even when right. it comes to money, we have to honor that. That's so true. out of that three, uh, the chair of a committee he was on asked if he wanted a pint at the pub and bought him a pint. The same night when he got home from the pub, his partner cooked him a delicious dinner and number three, the next day when he went to his card game, he got great cards all night and he won the card game. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> That's so amazing. Came, so he came back to me and he said, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the way I kind of, the way I present it in the book and I present it to people is that you want to think about like our intentions, our thoughts, the things that we want to, to see show up in our lives. What? most people are doing is they're going and let's say printing a resume or a, you know, a letter from a printer, a, a, a digital copy of that. They're getting it in their hands, that paper, yeah. and then they're seeing mistakes on it and they're whiting out that mistake. And then they go back to the digital version of that resume or document. They print it out again and then they see the same mistake. And what I'm saying is in order for physical reality to change, you need to t change the digital copy. I like that. I and like that's that. what he did. And that's like what anyone that. can do. I like that, man. That's a very good analogy right there, man. I like that. So how many people do you think that actually live the life that they want to live? Oh, that's a great question. I, I'm not sure, uh, Crystal, but I, I mean, you know, like there's um, – and when I, it's a great question because part of it is about, are you living authentically who you are, right? Like you're mm -hmm. in this job, but you got to force yourself to go, or you're even in a business that you created and founded, but it doesn't serve you anymore. Yeah. And that means that's a question for each individual on their own. But you know, if you're just like, I'm tired of doing this, mm -hmm. there's something else calling to me. And that's a key level to creation. If you want to change that digital copy, you have to honor who you really are. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Right. And live in your, yeah, live in your faith, live in your belief. And I guess not be afraid what other people are thinking and, 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 and living somebody else's life. I think a lot of people live somebody else's life or someone else's expectations of what they should be doing, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great point. Yep. There's a lot of people that <laughs> hear, the, hear their parents or hear their colleagues saying something, and they think that's them, and they're realizing maybe even now for the first time that that's not them at all. And you, you know, you might be in the mortgage business right now or in the in the real estate business and realize that I need to be like in the book business or I need yeah. to be, you know, doing something in the speaking business or something yeah. totally because you've always thought about doing it. Yeah. You didn't have the courage to be like, I'm going to rise above the voices around me and actually honor it. Yes. 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 And it's funny because in 2008, one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting and, and you kind of um, obviously felt, uh, stumbled on it when you went from engineering to, to a salesperson. And when so many people were out of work and they can no longer at that time be, they weren't selling houses, the mortgage business totally turned upside down and they couldn't do it exactly the way they were accustomed to do it. I, uh, I would have custom, uh, clients and I were like, aren't you a salesperson? And they're like, uh, what are you talking about? Aren't you a salesperson? You're selling a house, you're selling a mortgage. So can you not sell something else? <laughs> See, right. that, that's that's the where the that's person, right? that's where the transferable <laughs> skills come in, you know. Because the, it's, it's, so it's just something Crystal said is that because you know I've been going through these transitions like it's not like I just stopped and everything's like you know I've been going through these transitions <laughs> the yeah. last few years as well with my business and what yes. I understand is that. A lot of us hold an identity or a definition of who we believe we are. An example, yeah. I'm yeah. a real estate agent or yeah. I'm a, right? And like Crystal's saying, well, can't you sell something else? To the person who holds, physically holds onto that identity, yes. you can't even see it. They it's can't not an, see it. It's they not a possibility. Right. As soon as you like get to the point where you maybe have the frustration in that career, you just like, all of a sudden, it's like a window cracks open, and all of a sudden, you see a new possibility. Like, yes. yeah, I can sell anything. Why am I just doing this? Yes, and that's why that's why as business coaches, we are so important because we introduce new ideas, new strategies in people's minds. You know, so they can think about things. That they go, oh, that's when the light bulb goes off. That oh, I never thought about that before. Right, like, yeah. and, and a life co as a life coach as well. So many people do need someone that they can bounce off information, or that person can speak to them and hit that core, and they feel they're in a safe place, and yeah. they can actually say, "Yeah, maybe you are right. Maybe I can break from from that path. Maybe this is what's keeping me back from reaching my highest potential uh, yeah. because of the fact that." You know, somewhere in my childhood, someone told me I was never going to amount to anything. And so that every time they go to progress, uh, they keep hearing that little voice in their head. And, and it's so simple, right? So if you're listening to this or you're watching us and you're just like, okay, well, what is the change? I would just say, and it's very simple. It's like, follow your highest excitement. Like literally if you think about the thing you really want to do, does it either give you energy or take it away? If it yeah. takes it away, it's the wrong direction. Exactly. That's if a good point. Energy. That's what you need to be looking at. Don't you don't have to jump all in. Just look at it. Think yeah. about it and then see yeah. where it takes you. That's a good point right there, Stephen. That's a very good point because some people, they know what they want to do, but they're not doing it. And by not giving it a chance, they don't know how fulfilled it will make them feel to doing it. 
you know, and just like with you, I mean, you've been an engineer and you, you, you've developed some skills along that way, but those skills you've developed, you can transfer it into other areas, you know, so you are willing to take that jump in the pool and you were willing to say, all right, let's see if this is going to take me to the other side, which it did. So this is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about the seven day manifestation. So I've always been under the assumption that 21 days to change a habit, but seven days, what does that look like? How do, how do you start with that? And, and what, what does that end result look like? Yeah, great question, uh, Crystal. So it's it's very simple. So you pick first, you want to uh, pick three things. And if you're listening to this right now, just write down three things you want to see show up in the next seven days. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's it. Now, second step is once you know what those three things are, I suggest one of them be money, right? Yeah, you know, right. it can be, and again, we're working with belief systems. So you got to honor who you are. So pick something that is an eight out of 10 for you. I'll give you guys an example. So if you say, um, I want to see, uh, you know, I don't know, the deposit of 5,000 show up and you're like, that's a seven out of 10. Then I'd say back off a little bit, pick 4,500, something that's an eight out of 10 for you. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something believable for you. If that's too big, go smaller. If that's too small, go bigger, pick an eight out of 10. It's not something you know is going to show up. It's already, you know, it's already lined up for you, a deal that you've got to close or some new business. It's literally something you have no idea where it's going to come from. I got, I had a guy call, a guy call me today, just out of nowhere, brand new client, and we're starting in like a week. So that type of thing where it, it, it's going to be a surprise, okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, so that's the first step. step second step is once you've picked those three things, give each uh, um, you know, a rating on an eight to 10, uh, sorry, one to 10 scale. And then if they're eight or higher, you're in the sweet spot. That's where you want to be. And then the third step is just when you wake up in the morning, just visualize as if they've already been done. Okay. Mm. Now, if you don't want to pick a value, like, like you can't think of something, pick something simple, a cup of coffee, a parking spot, something simple. And like the editor for my first book, this was kind of funny. I thought very interesting and surprising to me. We're going through the book and we're like near the end stages. We're in the last kind of like day working together and we finalize the book. And she goes, and she's not into anything that's, you know, (laughs) she didn't know if it was real. She just was like working with me. And she said, you know what? I was reading so much of your book and I, I give a little bit of the science behind it. And she goes, I had to try it. So she's like, I picked something simple like a cup of coffee. So on Sunday before our call, she ends up going for a hike with a friend of hers. They go for a hike. They ended up coming out back out of like, you know, the woods and stuff. And they're in this kind of like strip mall and there's a Starbucks there. And she goes, do you want to go in? And she's like, sure. They go in. Her friend says, now remember, she she just visualized and totally forgot about it, which is part of step three. You visualize it, forget about it. You're not thinking about it. She goes in and her friend uh, said, do you want a coffee? She says, sure. She buys the coffee, drinks the coffee. No, no recognition yet. Three hours later, at the end of the day, she's like, oh my God, it showed up. And that's what it is. It's a surprise. Yeah. The reason the surprise shows up is because there's one thing, two things that you're doing when you visualize something is that you're giving instructions to all the 40 trillion, 50 trillion cells in your body. You're telling them what you want. Yeah. And how many people are giving instructions to all the cells in their body? Very few people. Right. And so if you believe in the idea 
that you get to control what you do with your body and your mind. Give your body and mind some instructions of what you would like to see show up. And that's right. just the beginning, but that's really what those three steps are. Again, pick three things you want to see show up, rate them on a scale of one to 10. And then number three, visualize it and forget it. Have um, you, have you, um, have you done any case studies that you um, put in this book that showcase some of those things, some of those seven steps? Yeah, I have a bunch of, I got probably at least a dozen or maybe 10 or 12 in the book of people that have used it. Uh -huh. and uh and some client case studies yeah in the book yeah right right that's good and, e that's and good. everyone can go buy this book on amazon right or yeah absolutely and if you want to get through it faster get it on uh uh get it on the audible i have an audible version of it as well and if you oh, don't want okay. to even spend any money on it and you just want to listen for free <laughs> you can get half of each chapter for free on youtube just google my name Steve Martile, and then la and just Google seven day manifestation experiment and you'll see it come up and you can listen to it for free and then decide if you want to buy. And okay. then for that, then for that free listening, do they do a survey? Do they do something? To, no, uh, it's right on YouTube. Just search it. It's there. Oh, okay. Awesome. I, I have a, a, some good friends of mine years ago. I, um, we, we started a, um, a program teaching kids, inner city kids, how to ski. And so we were really co connected with it, but we all had a bigger vision that we'd have this location that that's what we would do full time. So we did that for you know a good ten years. Had a fantastic run. My two coaches, my two coaches um, decided they wanted to stop and have a family. So we kind of went you know moved it. It was in a program. It was actually in a ski club. So we we turned it over to some other folks. And they continued on in their own way. Many years later, we'd all gone our different direction. I'm now in the tennis world, working with a program very similar. But one of my colleagues, he um, still had the vision. And uh, he's one of those manifestors. He's always, his life is always just, he, he's been able to live his dreams. So one day, and he was in the finance, he's in the, uh, in the money business, the finance business. And, um, uh, working for one of the big, I think Price Waterhouse, one of those guys, a big, big financial firm. So he gets a phone call, and someone says, "Hey, man, uh, I know you've always had a dream uh, to own your own ski resort." And he's like, "Yeah." Uh, he goes, "Well, I think it's about to happen." He goes, "What are you talking about?" He said, "There's a, a ski resort that's up in Vermont, and it's up for sale." And they're looking for someone to buy it. So are you interested? And he says, well, I'll come on up and see it. And so he went up. He loved it. So today he now has a ski resort that's just for children, not for that's adults, good. just for wow. children. And and he's teaching inner cities. He brings them up from uh, from New York and other, pro you know, the, the more uh, uh, um, at-risk environment. And he brings them up and he gives them and it's all a nonprofit, so it's all free to the kids and to the parents. And he gives these kids these amazing opportunities to become skiers. So he actually, because that was our man, that was our dream. But he lived it for us. I, I, he, it came to him, which we're all fine with that. I mean, I got what I'm doing, and I'm I'm pleased with the tennis program I'm I'm working with. But um, yeah, so that's manifestation at I think at the highest. <laughs> I love it. That was a great story. So, yeah. so Stephen, 
I'm wondering because I I'm always thinking of expanding markets, expanding your products to different target markets and different target demographics. So, uh, looking at the title of your book, uh, do you um, are you currently uh, reaching out to churches and trying to partner with them and collaborate with them? Because I think the message that you're conveying in this book would be really good for a lot of some of the churches and their membership. You know. It tie into what, yeah, tie into what the pastor is saying, you know? Yeah. I, I love it. I, you know, I, it's interesting. I just had the first book bought in an Australian library. Now you're yeah, like, how see? the heck did you do that? And it's like, yeah, there's a ton of ways to, to just yeah. distribute your book. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Because it's really about, because then the library buys the book from me. I yeah. they buy the license and then everyone can listen to it for free. Then when right. they get it in the library, I love that idea. Right. And, and, and the reason I was able to, to think of that is, you know, I, I, when I work with my clients and we're doing coaching, one of the things we do is we, we have them develop a business model. And in that business model, we go over the nine areas in your business model that you need to cover. And one of those nine areas is your target market segment. And in that target market segment, you try to, you don't want to have too many, um, uh, uh, you don't want to segment it too much where you, you, you're, you got like 15 different targets you're going after. But you want to have a handful that's really solid and can support your marketing efforts. So we look at different areas. So right now you're selling this to folks who want to improve, self-improve. You're, you're probably selling it to entrepreneurs. But the churches would be good too for that. You see what I mean? Yeah, and other, other groups that do spiritual things. And also group of youth, like Crystal works with youth. You know, something like this will be good for them so they can start thinking about manifestation. So, yeah. Yeah, that, tar that uh, target audience, somebody else that's marketing to the same target. But yeah. I also think, like, and, and I'm sure you see this as well, because you are still kind of in the in the corporate world as a salesperson. Um, uh, you know, one of the, the, I guess, the biggest things or biggest challenge that came out of the pandemic was so many people realized during that year and a half or almost two years how unhappy they were with their lives yes 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 they cannot yes. get back to work they cannot yes. find their their center they are just like floating out there and i know the employers are having major problems trying to recruit people because they yes. just don't want to go they, but they don't know where they want to go i'm not questioning yeah. how they're living but yeah. um have you seen that or are you working with some individual groups that uh, are, are addressing that issue because i know that's a big issue right now it's interesting so part of the business i'm in is publishing so i got into it obviously when i published the book yeah. and i have a, a couple ceos i'm working with and their employees like there's there's definitely a conversation around that, around yeah. getting people, either the right people in the organization yeah. or getting the right people to see the, the work they do differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't work with it directly, but I'm working directly with the CEOs. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a mindset shift for them, right, as well. Yeah. They're, yeah. They, they think in linear and to traditional that you, all your employees have to be in this one place so you can oversee them. But when you look at the broader picture as an entrepreneur, when I look at the broader picture, if you were all working via 
Zoom or wherever you were and your business didn't go out of business. Yeah. And you, in fact, your revenues tripled or doubled. Maybe you have to look at that piece and say, well, I wonder what's different. Oh, my employment employers have a little bit more freedom, but they're still doing their job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're preaching to the choir. I, I'm so <laughs> on board with that because I'm like, I've always, and then the team that I've put together, it's like everyone loves what they do. Yeah. I'm like, I literally take a, a new author from a, to a certain level. 60 days we get the book draft done and then i hand them off because there's other things that i don't want to be involved in yeah. and i'm giving them their strength and that's the same thing with employees i i know there's ceos especially people i work with are aware of that yeah um it's about getting their people aware that there's something else that you could be doing at the company that would be more fruitful for you and the company right yes mm -hmm. yes yes yeah yes. that's a that's a good call corporate uh, approach. Um, I'm, I represent an organization called Hispanic Coalition of Small Businesses, and they often have retreats. You know, they have retreats at least two or three times a year. A retreat would be another good place for this because when they go to retreat, what they do at retreats is they do strategic um, planning and they try to plan for the next quarter, the next four quarters, the next year. And this, the seven-day manifestation experiment would be great for those types of things because when they're doing strategic planning, okay, here's your plan. Your plan is going to be we want to generate sales, we want to increase sales by 50% but for the next year or for the next quarter. All right, how are you manifesting this? You know, and, and then that's where your, your, your seven strategies come into place right there. Now, you see what I mean? So they can visualize it, they put a plan in place, they actualize it, and then they, they make it happen. I would love to work with a sales team. I think that would be a yes. game changer. Yes. And I could give them some real hard data that would give them like a very drastic difference over like say six months, even like three months of sales, I think would be a totally drastic change to what yes. they've typically done. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's how I see this book helping those organizations, man, because, you know, sometimes people know things, but if they don't get it affirmed by others and, you know, like leadership or you, uh, an outside consultant coming in and say, Hey man, here are some, some neat strategic ways for you guys to improve and develop. Oh, they're gonna love it gonna but, but love you know gilbert is kind of interesting gilbert and steve um you know obviously we're of that we're that entrepreneur that right because our brain is wired kind of different <laughs> <laughs> right so we're always looking for that opportunity and we're always seeing outside of the box of that opportunity yeah but i think there's a difference between business owners even though we're business owners yes there's a difference between a business owner that has a stagnant type of business that does one thing yeah. and they only know how to do it that one way yeah. and hiring employees to do this. Uh, even their encouraging of their employees a little bit different, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, my girlfriend works at a company that's an ESOP because they're all owners of the company. Oh, they yeah. all give 100 percent yes right? yes right and they have input to the company mm -hmm. but companies that don't have that you're just an employee and your value is based upon whatever your title is yes. yeah yeah and, and that makes a big difference right 
Yeah, I'm, there's a CEO, uh, CEO I'm working with right now who's from uh, like the Knoxville, Tennessee area. And he's basically, his, his book that I'm helping him write, a big belief system he has is that, uh, first of all, you pay people to think, not, not, not to think. And, yeah. and secondly is if you're going to get people to think for you, then you have to change the compensation structure. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, that, that's very, very true. Um, and I think that's some of why we have uh, the disparity we have with the employee employer. I know my my journey out of employment, uh, out of the corporate world, all of it was very intentional. So I actually had a, a deadline uh, uh, when I was going to leave, but I I also had a plan how I was going to leave. And 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 I've, I've told I've told the story many times, so Gilbert has heard it. But I went to my boss with a proposition and to give them the value proposition of me working uh, for them part-time or not part-time for me, them becoming my client versus me being the employee. I had actually set up my value by being the, the go-to person in the, in the organization for any new person coming in, they knew they could get the orientation uh, done and I would give it to them, every, all the resources they needed. So I was like, you know, what, what if I do this as a, you guys are my client <laughs> versus right. me as your employer. So I gave them a nice little um, uh, uh, a scenario of, of what it would look like and why it would benefit them. But one of the things that I noticed after they agreed to do this, um, and I had been with the company for about 15 years, so they trusted me and they knew what, you know, my value, right? So, um, but I did notice when I, when I resigned and I no longer was an employee and I became the consultant, doing the exact same thing, the respect level went up here. Yeah. Wow. Versus being an employee. Because wow. again, it's that same afternoon. I pay you to do the job, right? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean I pay you, but as a consultant, yeah. oh, okay, you're you're a subject matter expert, so to speak. And yeah. you, yeah, whatever you want to charge, that's your value. And I respect what you're saying to me. I'm listening to what you're saying to me. I just thought, and it was like not over a long period of time, it was like an instantaneous transition from here this day i was an employee this day i was the consultant it's like whatever you say crystal just tell me what you want me to do and i, thought, <laughs> I love what it the heck? <laughs> that's amazing that you were able to like change the perception of your like you obviously changed it yourself but then they saw you differently given the dynamic yeah that, that that's really what we're talking about is oh, like yeah. that level of change is required yeah first individually and then it can reflect outwards and yeah. obviously you felt you were worth getting paid that and that's another thing is that there's a lot of people that it's kind of crazy i mean i i don't run into it too much with my clients but i do see it in the business world usually with people in this startup phase where they're actually doing the thing that's more painful for them and causes them to struggle because they don't believe or feel worth more money Yes, yes. And yeah. see, the thing the thing about this is that's why your book is so amazing, Steve, because when people manifest things, you know, they're saying, OK, this is what I'd like to have happen. 
But in order for it to really manifest, you got to make the first step. You got to take the first step. And that's what that's what she did. She took that first step and went to management. I I gave it some thought and I knew, you know, I knew my audience. And so, you know, basically, you know, I just kind of gave them a a real reality scenarios. Like, you know, I come into the office. I've been here for a long time. So, of course, I got more latitude than most people. And uh, most employees come in and they fool around for at least 30 minutes in the morning getting coffee chit chatting and all that sort of stuff then they go to sit down at work and then they gotta go for a break and because it's mandated by the law and then they come back and they work a little bit they check their email they make some phone calls they go to lunch and because i've been here a while i'm not gonna come back in at an hour are you kidding and then (laughs) that's 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 two hours that's an hour and 45 minutes of wasted time there right right? exactly and then i'm gonna come back and i gotta take a mandated three o'clock break and then next thing you know it's 4 30 i'm doing busy work and talking so look let's just me work you you be my client for six hours a day (laughs) the one thing thing i think is really important for people to understand is that um to make the connection between their actions their thoughts and the outside world and i'll give you a really good example so this is example i have in the book so um most people are familiar with Jim Carrey is he did his first yeah. breakout movie was pet De- detective, right? Ace Ventura. Yeah. yeah. And in that, in that, um, the director of that movie, they, uh, there's a documentary and I can't remember the name of it, but it's the director of that movie that he directed that movie. Mm-hmm. They hooked him up to ECG and they, they hooked him up to some electrodes on his brain is everywhere. And they literally, what they did was, they had uh, some organic material in front of him, a yogurt. Now, this is separate from him. This yeah. is uh, It's not him. Yeah. There's electrodes there, and there's electrodes on him, okay? So they're measuring all the EMFs coming off and electrical signals coming off the organic material in his body. And the first thing they said is, how's your relationship with his lawyer? And you see this big spike. <laughs> he doesn't have a very good relationship with his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is that if you go back and watch the documentary, the electrode that was in the organic material that's not in his body is picking up the EMFs from him. Yeah. <laughs> so to say that we're not connected is actually inaccurate because you don't have the information. It, we are connected. Yeah. Now, how we're connected is still not explained by science. It's a mystery. (laughs) It's a mystery. However, though, we are. And that's the key thing is that you have to understand that everything outside of you is connected to you on some level. And when you get that, when you make a decision like Crystal did or like I did, you are influencing the field and reality around you. Yeah, definitely. So what Go ahead, Chris. And, and I think people, you, we don't even know how much power we have because that's what I think. That's a power that you have that you yeah. can change your current thought process, your current situation, and really bring in the joy that you would like to have in your life. But you do have to do some tweaking with the with the mind up here, right? Yeah. yeah. One of one of our amazing viewers, uh, Miss Linda Sam, said. I always put my energy in the universe, but the action is the driver. Don't go dreaming big and be surprised when you get the response you want. So yeah, that's in line with the manifestation of things. Yeah. Yeah. Bring in, bring in what you want to, Uh, you know, 
when you think about it, children are very adept at that, right? Because kids, I always tell my business owners, especially those that are just starting their business and they're trying to really, is this really going to work? And they got all kinds of fears and all kinds of stuff that's, that's, that potentially could stop them, right? And yeah. I tell them, I say, here's what I want you to do. I want you to think and dream and visualize like you're a child. Yeah. When you were five or six years old and mommy was telling you Santa Claus is coming, you had a list and there was not, you assume you were going to get everything on that list. You didn't know how it was going to happen. You right. just know it was going to happen. You give your list to your mommy and daddy. They make it happen. You don't know it. They're telling you, that little, you know, whatever story they're telling you, but come Christmas, everything you wanted is underneath the Christmas tree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And that's exactly what you're doing, Crystal. And any every human being on this planet is doing. It's like yeah. you want to think of like the Santa Claus metaphor is a good one. Is that you have this higher self? It's a yeah. piece of you that's yeah. not here in the visible, and you're giving signals to it all the time, and it's sending signals back of what you could be doing. Now, yeah. when you act on something that is a from your higher self, this dream, this vision you have, guess what happens? The higher self comes back and says, "Okay." I'm going to give you more information, more ideas, more of the path forward. But when you don't anchor and, as Gilbert said, activate the intention, yes. then you don't get the information. Right. So it's like it's really up to you. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Definitely. Now, in your book, do you cover some of the uh, triggers that keep us keep a person from getting to that dream or being able to really manifest what they want? Yeah, it's, I have a whole chapter on it. It's like when manifesting doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Steve, what happens when manifesting doesn't work? <laughs> so, you don't make any money. <laughs> so it's like the example of when I went and decided to become a life coach. What I talk about in the book is that I had a lot of fear because I was going in and it wasn't that I was like, afraid of the unknown. It was just that I didn't have a plan. I didn't have anything. I just jumped in cold turkey. So the fear started coming up and guess what happened? It was, it, it showed up in my actions and in my perception. So yeah. again, if you come back to, so the reason something doesn't show up is because of a lack of a, fo a focus or an absence of a focus on what you want. So you got to think of it this way. You're either at any moment in time focused on what you want yeah. or on what you don't want. Right. And what I was doing when the fears were coming up is I'm focused on what I don't want. And guess what? Yeah. It didn't work out. Yeah. My, my second kick at the can when I was doing it, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Because I was seeing that the progress with the client was amazing. And I started to focus more on that. Let's do more of that. So right. again, it's about you're sending every time. And every time you focus on what you don't or do want um, or the absence of what you want, you're giving those instructions back to the cells in your body. You start to take certain actions. Mm -hmm. And again, it comes back to the cycle repeats. So the reason something doesn't show up is because you're focused on the absence of it, not mm -hmm. on the presence of it. It mm -hmm. really does come down to that. However, I will say this as a caveat. If you're focused on something and then the absence of it shows up, it may be that the way you're viewing it is limited in some way that is causing you to focus on the absence of it. In other words, to have the fear. Right. So pay attention, listen to your coaches yes. because they're <laughs> going to give you new perspectives, embrace those new perspectives, and then you'll start to see the fear fall away. 
You know, I always liken that to someone who goes up on a stage to speak and speak in front of 500 to 1,000 people, right? So they go up on the stage with confidence because they're going, yeah, you know, I know this material. I know this these people. I practice my speech. But then they went up and then they start speaking and something may happen where they may look at a person and that person is really focused on them intently and they go, oh my God, I wonder if I mess up, what would happen? Then they start getting in their own heads and start thinking about all the negative stuff and that's how the manifestation won't happen because now they start thinking about all that negative energy and yeah yeah that's... well that happens a lot i know when i start speaking <laughs> what i basically do is you know i obviously have my notes and so forth and then but before i step on the stage like okay god take it away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i had a i had somebody come up to me and he was like oh my god that was absolutely awesome <laughs> for a newspaper he goes um, I'd like to call you, and if you could just repeat all of that. In, oh, in, in, Lord. Like, Dude, I don't even know what I said. That, that was good. Been, there. That was God doing it there. You should have been recording, because I can't repeat anything of what I, what I said up there. That was, I gave an instruction <laughs> to myself. <laughs> that, that's what I think about, when, you know, when Steve said that earlier you know i say well yeah that is so true because sometimes you know you go about some people they'll go up on stage all confident and ready to go man and just they 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 make eye contact with just one person then all of a sudden that does destroy their confidence all of a sudden <laughs> I, I remember when i i don't know why this conversation came up a couple of weeks ago but i was talking to someone about how when they do their like thesis or dissertation in college university you have to present it in front of a group of people. And so I would, when I, when I was younger, up till when I was 19, anytime I had to speak in front of people, my left leg would shake like crazy. Oh so my Lord. I went up, I remember uh, there was about five of us in their group and they said it was my turn to present. And I go to my, my colleague, my friend, and I say, my leg's going to like go crazy. I said, just ignore it. So I go up, I'm talking. He's like, I come back. It was literally like two minutes. He goes, what the hell is going <laughs> And what was interesting was like six months later, I had done a speech uh, to a similar sized group, but it was on a topic that I was very like excited about. Yeah. And the, that tremor, that nervousness went away. So yeah. it's interesting how that will change things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. the same thing with manifestation, man. If you're not locked into that manifestation, you're going to get, you know, either nervous or get non-focused and you, you, it won't it won't manifest the way it should be because, yeah. you know, you're 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 thinking some other things, you know, you're, you're getting distracted. So, yeah, yeah there, there's a couple like uh, Oprah called um she feels she feels she's a master um manifester manifester because everything she's ever wanted she's actually especially in her later years uh been able to manifest it early days um this all resonates with me because early days i was definitely a follower of the secret and, and i actually attended agape uh yeah. with uh, michael Beckwith. awesome, awesome. And, yeah. yeah and so that, that whole church is about manifestation and yep. and, and um, being linked into who you are and living in your authentic self um, but it there's a lot to be said and i think as entrepreneurs i always tell my uh especially someone just launching a business is first tap into who you are tap into your powerful why 
before you even think about the creating the business, go through and, and fix the internal, because as an entrepreneur, we all know fear will jump in the way and that will just block everything to come to coming to you. So it starts up here before you become an entrepreneur, before you decide I'm going to quit and make my own money. And I know Gilbert, and I'm sure you as well, Steve, with your, co with your clients, we get in our own self way. Yeah. We yeah. always are getting in our own way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, that so. is true. Well, this has been absolutely awesome. Uh, are there other books that you've written? I know you're into publishing now, so I, there must be meaning that there were multiple books before this one. <laughs> I, I have another one that's coming out in the next couple of months. It's not out yet, but it's um, it's it's it, the subtitle of it is how mm -hmm. to break free from the past to live your highest potential. And I talk about a lot about the fears, the programming and how to overcome that. And I have a process for it that I'm going to be certifying people in, but that book isn't out yet. Um, but th those would be the first two that, yeah, I would mention on the. Show. Yeah. And I would say the, you know, that past thing, you know, so many people get hung up with their past, yeah. their family's past, their parents' past. And it, and it, and it's like that past keeps them from moving forward. And sometimes it's not even their past. It's a parent. <laughs> and, and they carry it around like a monkey on their back. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's like a big bag, a big sack. It gets heavy. They start getting tired. They're wondering why they're tired. I mean, yeah. it could be other things. It could be what they eat and that sort of thing. But a lot of people are doing that right now where they're carrying this, uh, this bag around. And I, I'll give you one example. The reason I wrote the second book was because I worked with a few different people over the last few years, but one woman had, um, basically she couldn't sleep. So she had for an entire year was basically had not really slept. She had a really, I think she had a newborn child at six or seven months. Right. And what happened was, is that she came to me and she's like, I'm so tired, but I can't sleep. And so I brought her through this process. We let go of some stuff, went into the subconscious, came out of the call. I said, let's talk in a week. So a week later, we get on our second call and I said, how are things going? And she says, I've been sleeping through my alarm every day. And I said, well, your body probably needs it. And yes. so what I'm doing is in that second call, she goes, you need to teach this to people. And that's what the second book's about. Mm. Oh, that's amazing, man. Yeah. You, you know, I love it when, when books are tied, books are like a sequel to the first one, you know, they're tied into each other. And that's, that's just so amazing. I'm definitely manifesting that this book, Steve, is going to be a bestseller on the Amazon bestseller list. Okay. Awesome, for, many, for, me, for many, many weeks. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, but, and I think that's where we are today. I think people need to be able to tap into who they are. The world is so toxic right now. And yeah. we, we're it's so easily to get caught up in it. Uh, there's so much pain and harm and lack of empathy and morality all that stuff circling around us yeah and it does affect who we are so sometimes we have to take a step and deal with us so then that we can create a protective shield for ourselves for what's happening because you have no control over that you can yeah. only control what's going on well steve this has been wonderful thank you so much for being on the community uh, i'm sorry on the business zone got my my podcast mixed up <laughs> <laughs> this has been and 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 it, and it brings so much to me because there were was a time um when i decided well just before i was 
well, actually a couple of years before I really made my break from corporate America. And uh, I, I was getting antsy, but again, the little fear was there to decide how, that's how I came up with that great proposal. Cause I was listening to everything, every tape, every, everybody that had a, 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 a inspirational manifestation tape. That's how I got to work. And Les Brown was my best friend during that time. <laughs> I got I to work it. And how I got home. And, uh, and then I kind of, kind of went into myself and like, okay, you can make this move. Just go. Cause you're not happy as it was time to go. Yeah. <laughs> but I was uh, fearful to take that first step. It was like, okay, yeah. here, come up with a plan. And that was yeah. the plan. So, um, and you know, with, with, with all fairness, I'd like to say this though, because I mean, some of us, we, when people freeze up and, and, and don't want to take steps, you know, we go, come on, what's wrong with you? But we got to also understand, too, some folks, they've got family or they may have a spouse. <laughs> they've got the mortgage and all of those things. So they're weighing, OK, if I take this step, which is going to neutralize me for probably about seven months, how am I going to pay these bills? So I kind of understand that, too. You know, maybe someone who is single, it's easier for them to take the step, the plunge, you know, just jump in. But, you know, that couple with the manifestation and your principles. I believe that the principles you have in this book, you know, you you uh, you start marketing to, to, to chambers, to associations, and they start using this at their retreats. And, and, and even in corporate, uh, the corporations, they use it on their sales team. Oh, this is going to be amazing, Steve. It's going to be amazing. No, I'm I'm going to actually buy the book uh, because I mean, I like to, I like to keep uh, go back and reinforce. Yeah, <laughs> so it's been a pleasure to have you. And um, so, what's your next? What's your five year plan? Oh, geez! Like honestly, <laughs> I, I have no five year plan. I, I didn't even expect to be in the publishing um, even uh, six months ago. But okay. you know, yeah. And I was telling my wife this is I'm calling this the kind of the great surrender. Is that we all have ideas about where we're supposed to be. And um, sometimes, not all the case, in my case, it was you, the authentic self is not allowed to breathe and, and to come to come through. Oh, and yeah. um, one thing that I will say about this, and I don't have an explanation for this, yeah. is that when I got into the publishing business, the clients keep coming. It doesn't take a lot of work. I love doing it. We're helping, uh, you know, people write books in 60 days. Like I, I just, it's, it's very like, I couldn't, I can't explain it. And, um, but I can explain that the, uh, what I can explain is that I'm in what's, you know, authentic for me. And sometimes I think we get into things or businesses or in relationships where we're trying to be ourselves, but we're not being our full selves. And I finally got, after 46 years, I feel in a place where, and I told my editor this for the second book, I said, it feels like I have a construction crew, and this is for the first time in my life, that is pulling out every obstacle on the road in front of me before awesome. it even gets there. Uh, and great. and she, you know, I, I gave her example over example, and I said, it keeps happening. I said, this has never happened to me before. So I'm kind of open, Crystal, wherever I get taken. 
And I'm excited about whatever happens. That is an awesome explanation and <laughs> answer to that question. I'm kind of like that as well. Just whatever. I'm in the flow. I'm in the stream. I kind of do know where I want to go. Yeah. Um, but it, and and it looks rosy on the other side of it. And so just stepping out there, opportunities come up. You know, I do my due diligence. Like, okay, let's try that. <laughs> and and also, also, you got to look at it. You know, it's your turn. It's your turn. That's why those yeah. obstacles are being moved, man. It's There's your turn. turn. It's, it's your, your turn. turn. <laughs> and I always think, and I guess this is it, um, even for, for every last one of us, right? I believe, and this is my, my, my philosophy, that at birth, at the date, at the point of conception, there's a manifesto and a destiny that's created for each one of us. Yeah. Once we develop into the humans we're going to be, yeah. there will be some journeys and some roads we will take that may yeah. lead us to it or may yeah. take us away from it. But right. our job is to determine what is that direct route yeah. to get to the destiny that was already pre-written for us before we were even brought on this earth and maybe even before conception that is so that, that is so true man that yeah. is so true. i think you're 100 100 on point crystal yeah. like i literally couldn't have planned it better myself because when i look <laughs> back especially at the last year i was like oh I, I i met this person for that i connected with this person to learn this technology I got this technology now implementing. I'm like, wow. And this is like a, a, an insight to what you just said about this destiny or this, this maybe this soul contract that we have. Yeah. When you are aligned with it, what I find happens is, and this is a kind of crazy, I think, is that for the last five years, because we've been running a marketing agency, I've been using this technology. The technology started to give me a lot of issues in the last six months. Right. It would break down. Accounts would get shut down. I was like, oh, man, this is not good. All of a sudden, I'm on the new trajectory in the new business, doing something slightly different with the publishing, and the technology works. <laughs> That's the devil messing with you, man. That's well, the no, devil it, messing and, 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 and because sometimes, because we as humans, we will hang on. Yeah. Right? We will hang on. So sometimes the, the, universe will just move you because it's like okay yeah. you ain't gonna never let go of that yeah, yeah. Move you right over here <laughs> let me just shut this all the way down and you don't have no choice but to make this happen and it, I, it, it, it's that, interesting right i have a i have a client that i'm working with and um he's uh in the pen business yeah. And uh, like literally like pens, like he's, he's, but he makes these fancy pens. They're like expensive okay. pens and he's got a great market for them. They're usually yeah. like baby boomers and stuff. They like these fancy pens. Right. It's a recession proof business. I heard you guys talking about that yeah. earlier. Yeah. He's been trading stocks for like 10 years and uh -huh. he's trading, he's trading stocks all summer. He's losing money, losing money. He's like, I keep getting more losses. And so we get on this call and I'm like, what are you the most excited about right now? He goes, my pen business. I'm like, how much money did you, how much money did you make last money? If you're like sales revenue, not gross profit. Uh -huh. $50,000 uh, last month from pens. I'm like, keep doing the pens. Pen. Leave <laughs> the stock market alone. <laughs> it's like, you can't explain it. Right. So, and that's this, like you said, this divine kind of destined path we yeah. have. Yeah. I think once you get there, then like the roadblocks really start to move for they, you. And, right. and I, I, I wish that for everyone. Right. And, I, and the other thing is what you just was talking about that you start recognizing that what you need when you need it is there for you. 
right? This is there, this is there, this is there. No, and you know when it's not a challenge to get to that, when it just looks like it was laid out for you, you know that was part of the destiny. But I think we have to recognize that, you know, because some people see that and they go, Oh, I don't trust that. Why is that there? What what is that a trap, right? <laughs> So, yeah. so I think that's what it is. Uh, Stephen, you are actually a breath of fresh air. Thank you so much for being on our show. Um, I'm glad you explained the, the manifestation, man, because it brings a different dimension to people's thoughts of, of manifestation. So I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Awesome, man. I appreciate both you guys for having me on the show. Thank Not a you. problem, man. And, I, and we wish you the best of luck in all the directions you're going in. And uh, everything will lay out the way it's supposed to lay out based upon your destiny. <laughs> and you are welcome back on the Business Zone anytime you want to, you know, talk about other books or talk about your program, what you're doing for entrepreneurs. You know, that's what we do here on the Business Zone. I would love to come back. Thanks, do Gilbert. You, do yeah. you? Um, I do a youth organ. I do a youth program where I teach kids how to be entrepreneurs. Um, one of the classes is virtual. Is that would Would you be open to speaking to some kids? Absolutely, hundred percent. Okay. All okay. right. I will. Um, now, does we, Crystal have your phone number? No. Uh, yeah, he, he. I have the how he signed in on everything. And, okay. I, and I've actually spoken to you. So I will uh, next year. We we have already started. The kids are in the ideal ideation mode right now. Um, but um, in January we'll be putting together our list, and we can do a Zoom. It can all be on Zoom, and you can talk to the kids. I would love to do uh, that. Uh, and and uh, we yeah, you can talk to the kids. And I think I think our young people today need to have uh that motivation to be able to connect to their inner higher selves that to make things happen for themselves awesome awesome now Thank you, Steve, sir. now now steven uh was i pronouncing your name correctly i said Mertile. oh it's martile but you know what it's because my dad's italian and then he immigrated to canada it's martile that's why so it's Mer martile okay yeah. so yeah. i always like to get people's name correctly because you know, it goes a long way. You know, we might be saying this and this video goes international and someone may know you and go, that's not his name. His well, name it, will not it, it will be international because he's in Canada. <laughs> that's not his name. <laughs> so you're up there. So has it gotten cold in Canada? Has it gotten cold up that way? It's like, yeah, you know what? It's crazy. It was above freezing today, but it's getting Wow, above freezing. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. I cannot remember the last time I dealt with freezing, man. I was in Binghamton. I lived in Binghamton, New York for 13 years. Oh, that's, wow. like, that's like uh, about 280 miles from where Crystal is from. Crystal is from Rochester. No, I mean Buffalo. 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 Buffalo, Buffalo yeah. Right yeah. yeah, that's so, that's that's like a cold thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah. When my mother told me at 12, we were moving to California, I, almost did, I did a jig. And like, <laughs> it's like Christmas for you, right? I won't Every day. Back to this old country, man. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Now, Stephen, how do people get a hold of you? Do you want to give us that information? We can pop it in the chat here. Yeah, absolutely. So freedomeducation.ca is my website. That's the blog. Um, you can check out my latest posts there. You can get the book there. 
If you want to get my book again, it is on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Nobles. If you want to get it from a library, you don't want to pay for it, uh -huh. ask your local library. Say, hey, I'd love to get this book. They will buy the book for me. It's the audible version of it, but you will get it for free. Uh, and as well, like I mentioned, you can get samples of the chapters on YouTube, but freedomeducation.ca is the best place for people to connect with me. Okay. So awesome, my friend. Well, we are in, in, in enveloping you into our friend and our, and our, uh, network. So welcome. I, pre <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. And, and, and this video will be available to you, Stephen. Uh, I mean, just go to YouTube and YouTube yeah, uh, as soon as the show is over in about five minutes, it's there. So you can just copy the link and use it for your marketing. Awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much. We so appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate you, you, brother. Appreciate Cheers. you. Keep, Have an amazing keep weekend. Up, keep up the good work. And like I say, I'm manifesting that this is going to be a uh, bestseller on the Amazon bestseller <laughs> list. Okay. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. All right. All right. Yeah, that, was, that was a good one. So, that was a good interview with our amazing entrepreneur there, Mr. Steven Mertile. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we can actually, um, we'll chop that up and we'll see what that happens. Well, yeah, definitely. It's 1.32, so uh, it's been a great show. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. I'm looking forward to it. So let's see what happens from this, this episode. Okay. All righty. All righty. So do we want to run? Um, yeah, let's Pro? yeah let's do the Small Biz Pro promo. And then uh, uh, let's folks know how to subscribe or follow us and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, keep on supporting so us so we can provide while... materials to them. Oh, here. Hit the, we do that part. So why okay. did it pull up the um, Small Biz Pro? Okay. So, folks, you can uh, reach out to us by uh, going to YouTube and uh, hit the subscribe button, or you can just take your phone right now, take a picture of this QR code that we've got listed here, and it will take you to our site. It will tell you everything you need to know about the Business Zone. Business Zone is on every Friday from 3 to 4.30 with Crystal and Gilbert. And uh, we provide vital information for small businesses, micro business and entrepreneurs, help you to grow your business, help you to move along, also help you to uh, obtain contract opportunities as well as being government certified for contracts. So follow us and you'll get a lot more info. All righty. So we give me give this little thing a few minutes so I can pull us in. Yeah. All righty. Ready? Ready to roll. <laughs> uh oh, wait, what's happening here? Oh, here. No. All righty. There we go. Here we go. That's right. Tool that organizes your company's paperwork and takes care of all your record keeping. Does your current record keeping system send you 90 day alerts to remind you that your key documents are about to expire and need to be renewed? Can you find contracts and procurement opportunities in seconds from any of the 50 United States so you can grow your business? 
Is your business organized so that you can tell which key documents are needed to efficiently run the business? How about woman-owned, small business, or disadvantaged business enterprise certifications? Do you have a checklist of all the key documents you need to become certified? Does your current system allow you to conduct market research from multiple sources and provide you industry and market data in seconds? Well, Small Biz Pro does all of that and more. Small Biz Pro is the number one business management, compliance, procurement assistance, and market research assistance tool on the market today. Download the app now and you will be amazed. It's like having three additional employees working for you, but you don't have to pay them. What are you waiting for? All right, so you guys want to go on out there and get your three employees that you don't have to pay for. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> you guys don't have to pay for it. Just free, free ninety nine, guys. Right, right, right. Run so <laughs> over to smallbizpro.net. Is that what it is? That's right. All right, and get your friend and reach out to Gilbert. This is his program that he created. So, Gilbert, what you gonna be manifesting? I want to manifest a, a four thousand views, three thousand views. Yeah, I'm go I want to. I want to manifest that as well. Four thousand views on this uh, business zone. We got right. some more viewers uh, tapping into us and also checking out our program and 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 discovering the treasures that we offer on this program that can help you grow your business. So yes, that's what right. I'm manifesting. Actually, I'm going to make that bigger. I'm going to go for, we're going to, we want to have a, a million subscribers or a couple hundred. How, how about five, six figures? Subscribers <laughs> and then that'll bring us the views. How about that? We're gonna hey, think big, Gilbert. We don't, good. we don't think small. <laughs> See, I, I, I will start the baby step and just hand it over to you so you can do the bigger steps. How about that? <laughs> all right, all righty, all right. Well, it's, it's that weekend time, it's Friday, and yes. so uh, you, um, I got the kids Saturday, so I got a full day. I got tennis in the morning, kids, and in the yeah. afternoon, I have entrepreneur kids. I'm, I'm already worn out somebody's super worn out by sunday um, you're gonna have to start doing some manifestation there i man. tell you i gotta get <laughs> invoicing done so it's, it's one of those kind of weekends but I i'll be all right <laughs> i hear that i hear that well you keep up the good work co-host same so and, and folks remember to go check out uh, richard wallace's uh uh southern california black chamber of commerce event from the desert to the sea. I call it from the D to the C. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be uh, November 16th, 17th, and 18th. So check it out. I put in the I put in the chat. I put the link in the chat. So you copy that link, go to his website, register. You can register for free. Uh, but on the last day, which is the 18th, if there's uh, uh, the food for the food event, then you'll have to pay, I think, $40 for the food, for the dinner. So I, I think it would be an amazing event. Uh, you're going to see people doing mergers and acquisitions. I will be there on the 17th on a panel uh, talking about certification for small business, government certification for small business, and how you can, uh, you can access it using certain skills and strategies. So, yes, guys, you want All to check right, it so out. At least go out there and see Gilbert. Linda, thank you. Fernando, thank you. Who else is here? Patricia, thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you guys all next week, next Friday, same time, same bat channel. That's right. 
As a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur 